Hey guys, uh, welcome back to another Cigar Talks with Jason. Today's video I thought, I've been thinking about this a long time and frankly I really don't know if I'm going to be able to say what I want to say um, just because I might touch on this again in a later video make a part two. But what I want to talk about is compassion and understanding and one of the areas that I'll be touching on is racism. And... The point of this video is to, you know, perhaps get you to step back and think about a situation instead of just reacting to it, since a lot of times in society it's just seeing something and reacting. You know, a very basic example, I'm sure you guys have all seen, like, the memes of, you know, oh, someone's having a bad day, so before, you know, you write them off as a, an asshole or whatever, you know, do you really know what struggles that person's facing? I mean, that's really the simplest way of putting it. And I've come up with a few stories from my life that I personally experienced. And, and I don't know, I'm curious to know what you guys think. Um, maybe you would have handled certain situations differently. So I guess this is pretty much just story time. And hopefully I'll get across at least part of what I'm trying to say. Uh, one of the first examples I can give is, uh, an old gym that I used to go to. Um, there was an older gentleman there and one day he asked if I wanted to grab a bite to eat afterwards. And, um, you know, so I did and we went and we were sitting there talking and keep in mind that this guy's just like this sweet little old guy. I mean, he's probably like fucking... 85, 90 years old at least, and he just kind of is like uh, Clint Eastwood in, you know, some of his uh, latest movies like Gran Torino or um, Mule or, you know, some of those. And I remember we were sitting there um, talking and uh, he was talking about how, you know, um, he really wants to move to Switzerland and, you know, he just loves Switzerland, you know, because it's all white and it doesn't have a lot of minorities and things like that to, to ruin it. And when he's saying this in the back of my head, I'm like, what the fuck? Like it seriously. But then I stepped back. I didn't say anything. And I thought about it for a sec. And I thought about like where this guy grew up, the time that he grew up in, you know, what his life experiences would been, have been, and, you know, the fact that this fucker's old as dirt, like, I'm sure I would have handled it way differently had this guy been, like, in his 20s or 30s, and what surprised me even more about the situation is that this gentleman had actually met my partner on multiple occasions and knew that my partner wasn't white, so, you know, I was just caught off guard, like, what the fuck? And I just, I was like, you know, should I say something? Should I not say something? So I chose not to say anything because really, like I was, I'm just taught to respect my elders. And again, you know, it would have been different if this guy had been young or, you know, and he wasn't saying it in like a, you know, hateful, like, you know, I want to go out and burn some crosses type shit. It was just like a very, almost again, like the Clint Eastwood thing. And I was like, you know what? I'm just, you know, next time you know, I run into him at the gym and I'm with my partner, you know, I'm just gonna, I won't say anything, but you know, it's kind of like the, the leading by example, you know, cause a lot of the times 
you know, people might have preconceived notions about people who look a certain way or a certain race or, or whatever it is. And, you know, like for me, I mean, I look like I broke out of prison yesterday. So a lot of the times, like when I'm out, you know, I'll take the time to hold the door for a minute for an elderly couple or just do things and go out of my way, you know, yes, sir, no, ma'am, stuff like that. Because it's like, you know, I'm sure people make a lot of assumptions about me based on the way I look. And if I can just, you know, make them second guess that, you know, preconceived notion that they have of me based on my appearance for even two seconds, then you know what? I feel like I did something good. And Like, speaking of my appearance, I remember, um, uh, those of you who've known me for a while, I got my hands tattooed fairly recently, and there was actually a reason behind that. And the reason is, is my best friend slash surrogate dad, um, his mom, you know, grew up in a very, very tiny town in Iowa, and, you know, she was very, very conservative not as far as politically, but just as far as traditional values and stuff like that. And, you know, for her, in her mind, she, you know, just always had this thing that, you know, the only people that have tattoos are, you know, ex-cons and, you know, hell's angels. And, and that was her thing. And for me, she never once, not once during her entire life, she passed away, um, did she know I had a single tattoo. I mean, it was the kind of thing that when we would go there for, you know, 4th of July or whatever family get-together it was, I was in long sleeves and pants. Didn't matter if it was 110 degrees outside. Didn't matter if I was sweating my balls off. And I personally didn't view that as an inconvenience. It was more, I just did it out of respect for her. Because, you know, she's, again, really old. She comes from a different time, a different place. And, you know... If me doing that is going to make her feel better or more comfortable or safer or whatever, then personally, I'm happy to do it. Um, you know, it, it's, I don't know, it, like another example, and, and this is more, this example is more getting at the reason why, but uh, my best friend has a twin brother. And his girlfriend, like, really, really gets, like, noticeably uncomfortable when she's around black men. And, you know, she'll move away from them, etc. And she's not racist in any way, shape, or form. However, if you were to see her in public, she doesn't say anything, but it's, it's something that would be obvious if you were looking at her. It would be very easy to look at her and say, like, oh, you know, she's racist, blah, 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 blah. But the thing is, like, if you actually took the time and, you know, listened to her story, you know, when she was 14, she was abducted at school and raped. It happened to be by a black man. And then again, when she was at college, she got carjacked and abducted and raped repeatedly, again, by a black man. And I'm not saying all black men are rapists. That's fucking absurd. Rapists come from every single race, background, etc., but the point is, just by sheer coincidence, whatever, those two experiences just happen to involve black men. And 
if you really take the time and put yourself in her shoes, it's completely understandable that, you know, someone who has been through those experiences would feel that way. And, and she would, you know, correlate, you know, those experiences with a black man. And the thing is, this doesn't just go one direction. It, it, it goes every direction. Like if there was, uh, you know, um, a, a, you know, older Japanese couple and, you know, they really didn't like whites or whatever because they were put into a concentration camp in this country during World War II and God knows what else happened. That would be a completely understandable reaction. I wouldn't look down on them for even a split second. It would be completely understandable. Just like if you had a black couple who went through, you know, uh, some of the horrific things, um, you know, in our past who, you know, went through different events or, you know, maybe they came from this like super racist town where, you know, they got called names or whatever else. And, you know, the fact of the matter is most white people aren't racist. Most blacks aren't racist. Most 90% of people, at least personally that I know, this is just based on my experience don't give a shit about race. They judge you based on your character. But because those people had that experience, they are going to have a different outlook. And, um, like another thing that I'll do on a regular basis is let's say, you know, I, uh, when I used to live downtown, like I would walk to certain places cause it was closer. Um, but like if I'm walking down the street, you know, and the streets are empty or whatever, there's not a lot of people out and there's a woman walking towards me. I'm going to cross over to the other side of the street because I don't want her to feel uncomfortable because I'm very well aware of the way that I look. And I don't know what that woman's experiences are. And really it's, what really highlighted this to me was um, a couple performers I shot with um, a few weeks ago. Uh, they were like, we were having some philosophical discussions and, you know, uh, conversations about uh, racism and different things. And, you know, I would share my experiences and they would share their experiences. And what was interesting is one of them, like, it was like I was from Mars and they were from Venus. Like, literally, our life experiences couldn't have been more polar opposite. Like, it was like we grew up on two different planets. And the thing was, like, both of our experiences shaped our beliefs and our views on, you know, certain things. And, I mean, really, what I'm trying to get at in this video is to really ask yourself why, like is something, you know, like in the example I gave with the guy at the gym, I don't agree with anything he said about Switzerland or the reason why or whatever, but that was one of those situations where it's like, mm, let's just pick our battles. And instead in that particular situation, I chose to lead by example and, you know, maybe he'll have some experiences which he did with my significant other that make him think, oh, wow, maybe I was wrong because that's going to be a far better learning experience to him 
than like me ripping his head off and being like, blah, 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 you're fucking racist, you know. That doesn't solve shit. That doesn't solve anything, you know. And I would have treated it differently had, you know, the guy been from a different background or been younger or, or whatever else. But really, just the best thing you can do when it comes to, like, overcoming racism or overcoming hate or intolerance or, or anything is, you know, don't rip the person's head off. Don't immediately crucify them because that is only going to, um, you know, embolden that person. And chances are it's going to strengthen the negative views that you're trying to correct. So instead, meet those things with compassion and understanding. And there will be other situations like the one... Um, with grandma on my tattoos like that one was a just that was out of respect for her and it wasn't worth the battle like nothing it's not like she's gonna have some life-changing shit you know thoughts like oh my god not all tattoos are bad it's just like you know what honestly this really doesn't matter that much and I'm not the type of person that's gonna run around and be like oh my god everyone has to accept me if you don't accept me then you're this and you're that and blah 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 like you know there's a time and a place for everything, um, you know, like it's okay to to fit into society in certain times and places in different situations. I mean, I'm not gonna, uh, you know, like let's say I'm going to see someone and they're staying at the Ritz-Carlton or they're staying at the Four Seasons, well, I'm not going to walk in there in a tank top and shorts and flip-flops. You know, it's, it's, I'm not going to do that. You know, I'm probably going to put on a polo shirt or, you know, a nice dress shirt and a pair of jeans and, you know, whatever. I'm going to dress according to the occasion. So really, it, it, a lot of the times you have to do things to fit in or to maybe play a certain role or, or whatever else. And don't please, dear God, don't misconstrue that and be like, Oh my God, you have to go fit into every single example in society. Like there's some things where absolutely. Yeah. Fucking be yourself. Fuck what anyone else thinks. But if you're in situations like a job or whatever else, it's okay to conform, to cover your tattoos, to whatever. And you know, like, I guess, in closing, probably a much more relatable example, I probably should have opened with this in retrospect, but I'm sure most of you have known that one woman who wishes to God you could choose your own sexuality, who wishes more than anything she could be a lesbian because she's just so sick and tired of men's bullshit, you know, and, like, are all men bad? Obviously not, but... For whatever reason, maybe, you know, she was bad at picking. Maybe it was just total coincidence. Maybe it was bad fucking luck. Whatever the reason, like, the last however many relationships she's had have all been with just these total piece of shit assholes who just lie and cheat or they're physically and emotionally abusive or whatever else. Like, it's going to be completely understandable that that woman is not absolutely going to hold guys you know, in the highest regard, you know, or she's going to be very apprehensive when it comes to a relationship. So again, just like the other examples, whether you're dealing with 
with with racism or a certain type of prejudice towards a look or a you know or a whatever is to meet that with compassion and understanding if you were to take that woman and be like oh my god you fucking hate men you're a you know bigot you're you know whatever the opposite of a misogynist is and all kinds of shit that's only going to strengthen her already like poor views of men that that's not going to help anything but instead being like hey you know actually I know a couple guys, and I can vouch for them. They're really good guys, and you know this guy's really soft-spoken or whatever else. It's going to make her think, holy shit, maybe all guys aren't that way. And, you know, really, when it comes to any type of prejudice, whatever it is, just compassion and understanding. I mean, really, when you look at, like, gay rights, for example... And this is my humble opinion, um, but really the 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 biggest strides forward were when people started to realize that holy shit, just because you're gay doesn't make you you know. And I'm not saying it's in derogatory way. It's just a lot of people had this view back then that you know, flaming queenie, dramatic guy, and the chaps and whatever else, and blah 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 blah. Like, like they have this negative stereotype in their head. But as soon as they realize, like, holy shit, we're literally the exact same. Like, we like the same foods. We like the same whatever else. And it was like, oh, shit, actually, I don't hate gays because they're just like me. And, you know, the content's different, but the process is the exact same. So, really, when it comes to hatred, racism, intolerance, prejudice, whatever the only way to overcome that shit is with love, with compassion, and with understanding. And furthermore, pick and choose your battles. You can't run around and fight every single battle all day long, every day. You know, like the tattoo situation that I gave. Pick and choose your battles. You know, select the situations where you can make the greatest impact. Um, Frankly, I really... I really hope that this comes across the way I meant it. Um, I hope you guys were able to take something away from this video. Um, I'd love to hear what you think, thoughts and comments, etc. in the box below. And that little guy is trying to get my attention right now. Um, but I love you all.